Previously, on Roll No Evil. This place, it was one where the mortal plane was torn away by the hands of the woman inside. Devil Magic, do you know what we're here for? I'm here to talk to one dearly beloved. Crimson Midnight. It is a slow-closing mousetrap set by the spirit for those they wish to torment for eternity. They are devouring your life by the hour until the sky is stained with your bloodshed. You are lost within the other world forever. Yeah, Felicity has the most skeptical look on her face. They're scared. She's saying, why would you bring the list? That's what he wants. You told me stuff like this wouldn't happen. The table rumbles underneath you. Can I try to weird strength hit the board? You've smashed it. But as you do, you see the sisters reel back. What have you done? You can't just run in there. We don't know what type of threat this is. Someone needs to go help them. Fauna? Flora? A low, rumbling laugh echoes. I just want to know how many doors are on this hallway, because this looks like a dick. And we are all fucked. opened my notebook for this and it immediately went to dick drawing of the house. Yeah, the dick house. (laughs) Ah, the the dick house. Blasted house. Yeah, I don't have the layout, but I do have each room that is available. So there's a sitting room and a parlor. Yeah, so there's, it's not in order. The only thing that is an extra is there is that lead into the basement. So there is a second floor, but you haven't ventured up there yet. And right now, I'm in the dining room with with me with your spear. Did I think it's just come? you? I think it's just you two in the dining. It's room. It's just you two, and then Ooh. the rest are in the hallway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So to recap, we left off with all of you settling in with the fact that a crimson midnight is upon you. Not there quite yet, but thanks to. Uh, Felicity investigation. You can see that the sky is a light pink. The moon is beginning to rise over almost a caricature of the view outside. The sisters are gone. Whatever began this dreaded night has taken them away somewhere. The rooms are all shut behind doors and there's creaks and moans and wails in places that are terrifying to go venture towards. We leave off with all of you, some of you in the dining room and some of you out in the hallway dealing with this fact. How do you all jump back in? I blame the wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately. Of of course. (laughs) Gotta start off strong The logic's there. Yes. Sure. <laughs> um, so Norma's heard the baby noises by the door. You have heard noises behind one of the doors, the parlor in which you were all sitting at prior. Okay. Is is Norma still there? 
Norma would be in the hallway with the rest of you. The only people that are in the dining room would be Felicity and Atticus, but the door is open. You you can hear each oh, other. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is no grasping of spears. Oh. <laughs> well, at least not in public. Save that for private. No, this is high society. That's not proper. Mm, quite. Um. All right. Alexander's going to motion to everybody to join him and Felicity and Atticus in the dining room. I was mixing up the A names. <laughs> We've got a lot of A we names. We do actually have a lot of A names. Yeah. 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 My name is Adward Ravenway. <laughs> Addy. Yeah, Addy. <laughs> I did almost in my brain like call you Edita. Before I realized that you just had No, only my only my closest acquaintances. <laughs> Called me editor. <laughs> yeah, only Daisy. R.I.P. Alexander, you called everybody over. Now look, I don't know what's going on out there, but these girls mentioned something about this Crimson Midnight. I don't know what's going on, but they seem to know stuff. So I say we find them, and we could get out of here. Seems to be more of a chartreuse evening, if anything. I mean, I think, I think that it's very all across. Just everyone eye rolled. Dude, put crickets in after that, please. <laughs> I, I need the fucking avatar. The. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think what's it? it I think that y yes, uh, Mr. Alexander. I think that you are are sure to say that you know that it's very obvious what is here happening right now. These, you know, the the Peregrine sisters have obviously have a bit of a, you know, some sort of money troubles, as you can tell from the uh, state of uh, this place, and they're just trying to put on some ruse in order to get us all sort of caught off guard. So I think clearly this is simply just a case of the sisters putting on something. And if you're listening, Flora and Fauna, I am here to say that it is uh, not working on uh, Miss Felicity Anderson. Thank you very much. As you say that, you hear in the distance just like a, like a little bit of a clank, like metal clanking from... Another room, but you cannot tell from where. I'd have to respectfully disagree with you, Felicity. I happen to know a Miss lot about the supernatural. Miss, Miss Felicity. Felicity, thank you very much. My apologies. But I'm rather an expert of the supernatural, and this place is just crawling with it. So why I brought my handy spear with me, my holy spear, for such an occasion. It gets worse. Every time you see this, it gets worse. I don't like that it's the handy spear. I don't like handy, it's the handy holy spear. Handy holy spear. <laughs> Can I roll for a hunch? Yes, you may. I want to know what the metal clanking was. Roll. Fuck. We got a seven. A seven. A seven. Um, a seven to nine. You get there late in time to intervene, but not prevent it altogether. Yes. So. You have a general hunch. You, you very obviously, like, shut your eyes. Like, I'm focusing. The fingers are on the temples in the most character. 
The veins are popping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, veins popping, things like that. But you get a general hunch of the room that would be nearest, which would be the kitchen. It's a kitchen. You would have metal, you reason, but it's also close enough where you could hear something from there. So I look around generally trying to find where the source of the sound came from in the vague like direction of the kitchen and announced to everybody, I'll be damned if I know where that sound came from, but I believe it came from the commissary. The what? The kitchen. Oh. Wizard boy. Well, why don't you just say that? <laughs> Absinthe must be kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> um, Felicity is absolutely fed up with sister's nonsense and we'll go and follow Travi for the hunt the search of the noise being like see this is all just you know they're just playing some sort of ruse obviously the light outside obviously mirrors guys definitely mirrors um and while I walk towards the kitchen the one thing I do want to look at is the paintings on the wall of the hallway because I listened back to the first episode and I um, noted that there was like on the hallways, there were portraits that were like shadows and smoke. And I'm just curious if I notice anything different and I can investigate that in the hallway port pictures. Yes. Investigate. I'm going to do that. Is that a sharp? Yes. I have no sharp. (laughs) No. It was a five. Fuck. <laughs> Mark fuck experience. Me, I guess. Mark. <laughs> Y'all, I have... Guys, I have three experience. You're so experienced. Jesus. <laughs> so much experience. Uh, I'm really going on the fucking Daphne You're doing great, Blake. Sweaty. Um, the Daphne Blake uh, yeah. uh, stereotype right now is really real. So you go into the hallway. The pictures... You don't really notice anything different. You get a feeling that something has changed. However, what you do notice instead is the same sort of shadowy look of the portraits you see from the corner of your eye leading back to the room where the seance was. It's a flash. It's quick. Can't make out any image, but it almost looks as though one of those figures walks into the room right past you. I follow it. No question. I follow it. None of this is real. None of this is real. (laughs) You go back into the seance room. It is the same as when you left it. There's nothing out of place. However, there's something missing. A few things missing, actually. (gasps) Each one of your totems, the Ouija board and the planchette, are missing. They're gone. Exactly where you have left it. Left... On the table, in their place, is almost a scorched silhouette of the items, of where they once were. But there's no ash, there's no fire remains, they were not burnt, but they are gone. Um, hi everyone, uh, yes, so I, uh, I just want to say that I, uh, knew it. This was all some elaborate scheme to thieve us of some of our most precious items. So yes, Everyone, if you would like to come see, our things are gone. The sisters are nothing more than common criminals. I suggest we all get out of here while we still can. Can I investigate more? Yes, you may. Atticus will... While while he's rolling, Alexander's gonna say to Felicity, that ring wasn't worth much, just sentimental. 
so don't believe it was much of a robbery. How much would you pay to get it back, good sir? <laughs> well, it's priceless, My but point? Exactly. that's why we look for the sisters. Can Albrecht uh, use magic? Because one of them is uh, observe another place or time to try to see where these items went. Yes. Yes. Mm, I want you to roll. Okay, all right. Atticus rolled a six on the investigation. Mark experience. Plus weird. Uh, plus my two weird, so a, and a, a roll of 11. Ooh. Uh, so we'll start off with Atticus. What did you roll? Six. A six. So you go into the room and you are investigating. It is a very obvious one. You're weirdly using the spear to, like, poke the table as if it's going to do anything. But you're just poking the table. You just leave a scuff in it, which, you know, is quite rude. <laughs> but there's nothing on... There's nothing there that you are going to. However, Albrick. Is it Albrick? How do you pronounce it? Albricked up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> new shirt idea. Get out. Get out. That the merch. <laughs> All right. If we get merch, there we Can go. Can we get a new GM? <laughs> we need a new merch table. <laughs> so, Albrick, you walk into the room. How do you cast your spell? Set the scene. Uh, whatever I do is going to surprise. Uh, Ed over there. But at this point, who cares? I don't um, think it will really surprise him, considering he <laughs> he's expecting it, yeah. expecting it to happen. Um, I'm thinking, harking back to uh, my, my previous character idea, it's going to be, uh, do you remember the name Professor Weird? Yes. Yes. All right, cool. Uh, imagine that sort of style. Magic. Explain for everybody else. Yeah, who the fuck this is, is Professor Weird? Yeah, the podcast. fuck is this? <laughs> this is a podcast. Can I say the name? An undisclosed marvelous superhero. Marvelous superhero. Yeah, yes. with the hands. With the hands, you know. Yes. Pediatrician perturbed. <laughs> uh, you know, he'll start doing very circular motions, uh, uh, discs appearing in the air, uh, images seen within them. Uh, yeah, pretty flashy. Yeah, they're very flashy. You you all can see it, by the way. You all can get like a glimmer, and it's it's magic. What in the absolute fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I'm concentrating. Don't don't sell me a dog with this kind of magi magical knot. This is it. You all, I've seen some of these tricks before on like Coney Island and things. Like this isn't, this is just some. <laughs> so the magic that you see is almost like 4th of July sparklers. Not quite as big as, you know, a licensed character magic. However, like little pops of different colors of blues and golds and greens. It's coming forward in little spheres. Through them, you can see flickering items. It almost looks like, like pictures that are moved just a tad slower than traditional animation. So little transitions. From there, you see an image of a book. A book that Albrecht knows very well. One that he brought to the table himself in a shelf surrounded by other books. You see the ring brought by Alexander. It is sitting on a kitchen uh, cutting board. You see the fur that Ed brought sitting on a damp, cold stone floor. The book that Felicity brought on a nightstand. The papers 
that Atticus brought on a table. And you see the locket that Norma brought hanging with other jewelry in a bedroom. But then there's one last thing that you see. Over Atticus's list, right in the corner before the lights fizzle down into little piles of ashes on the floor, you see a hand gently place their fingers on top of it. It's a hand, but it's not quite. It's pitch black, almost as if the image of it has been sucked out, but it is leaving a shadow. It is moving such as a hand, it almost in between flat and 3D. Places its hand right on the papers, and then the lights go down, fizzled out onto the floor. Did we see this or just Albrecht? All of you saw this. Oh, okay, cool. Running to the kitchen. Oh. On my way upstairs. Yeah, I'm following Alex. Atticus will follow Alex. Are we splitting up? Mm-hmm. Are we staying together? Absolutely splitting up. Let's split up, gang. <laughs> none of this is re- none of this is real. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm following Albrecht like a fucking hawk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who is going where if we're splitting up? Kitchen. We have Alexander going to the kitchen. I'll go to the kitchen with Alex. Atticus, kitchen. Felicity. I'm going upstairs to find nightstand, bedroom, upstairs. I like how Felicity is so like magic isn't real and then magic was done right in front no, of her. Okay, no, like, okay, no, no. So I think that Felicity fully believes that it was um, magic or not magic. It was like ma- a magician on Coney Island, like a not real. Like it was, it's, it's trick of the mirrors. It's, you know, there's some, it was, there was some sort of like, there was a lighter probably involved. Fourth of July. She's seen Fourth of July sparklers before. So like he just, pu- he just, she, he just pulled some of those out of his cloak. Right. Obviously. The visions that are in there. Not thinking about it. No, it was, see, for her, it was, she, she was, where would somebody put a book? Oh, you know, that's, she used to read on a nightstand to her sick brother. So, like, that's where she would imagine it would be. It's just in her brain. Magic isn't real. (laughs) (laughs) Magic isn't real. Very nervously. Magic isn't real. Magic isn't real. Ed, Albrecht, and Norma, where are you going? Albrecht will, having casted the magic himself would would he have any clue like are, are, are were these images of the past they are the images of the items in different places that's all you know obviously my my first thought is to go to a library but i'm i'm, I'm not prepared to go on a scavenger hunt yet i think he's going to stay in the room and keep looking around felicity it does kind of book it but before she does she kind of turns around and is like you wizard sir whoever you say you are I don't know how you know the things that you do, but I uh, have a. F- but from what it looks like to me is that you are potentially in keeping with these sisters. I'm going to go back and find my property, but then we're going to sit down and have a conversation on why you might be connected to these sisters and uh, helping them in this escapade. And then she fucking turns around and leaves and goes upstairs. Nor- Norma's going to yell upstairs. out. <laughs> She's going to yell out to Felicity like. Uh, uh, is, Felicity, I, I don't think that's a good idea. Felicity just keeps She's going. She's up the stairs. Absolutely not. Okay. Midway through the stairs, you hear almost a swell of like grunts. Just <clears throat> that are coming from there. At first, you think 
it is just the creaking of these old stairs, but it's a bit too human. Nah, that's just Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) That's just Eddie Eddie having to be in the presence of Albrecht. (laughs) You know what? You don't know. We'll make it part of the bit. Yeah, I think that Felicity just goes, like, on the way up the stairs, she's like, I am sick and tired of all of these commoners having fun at my expense. And then is, like, hoisting up her skirt and is, like, marching up the stairs, like, gives no shit. Eddie lets out just kind of a a defeated sigh and then turns back to Albrecht saying, Well, now that the church bell is out of the picture, how about you go on your merry way guiding me to the very thing that you showed me? I I don't know where Church bell. I can't. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, our explanation. Church bell. This term refers to a woman who talks so much she reminds you of an incessant clanging of church bells. I'm sorry, oh, Em, like but that. it's in character. <laughs> I don't like that. It's, <laughs> both, it's both in character and true about me. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I love it. Self roast. Uh, well, Norm- Norma's gonna turn to Albrecht and, sh- and she's gonna say. Uh, uh, Mr. Albrecht, sir, since you are truly a man of magic, can, can do you think that your book uh, could help us escape? Would he think that? I don't know. Would he? I'm not going to make this easy for you. <laughs> it's your book. It's my book. Okay. Well, kind of. I came here to speak to the author. Were able to contact her, maybe. I'll look back at the table, sigh, and look back to Norma and say, but at this point, I, I don't know. I think if we want out of here, I think we need to look to Atticus. Uh, remember how the sisters reacted to his list? I don't know if you heard, but his wealth? He came across that by very shadowy means. Says the devil magician. <laughs> Eddie would like to roll for manipulate someone. Oh. Roll. Hmm. Yes. Ooh, okay. Oh, shit. All right. Um, that is going to be an 11. Oh, hey. oh boy. Uh, they'll do it for the reason you gave them. Um, do you want this in character or out of character? <laughs> Set up the premise and then do it in character. So Eddie is going to try to convince Albrecht that since he showed him the vision of the keychain, the fur keychain, that it is now his responsibility to guide me to it. Otherwise, he's just dangling the dead in front of me. Okay, now in character. Let me figure out how to talk about dead people in Victorian slang. <laughs> um, excuse me, this is Edwardian. Edward. Edward. This is Eddian. <laughs> now you can't just be ringing around those whoopty wops that you call fingers and bringing all of this to light without showing me where it actually is. I demand that you take me directly to the location that you showed in your little hieroglyphic devil magic immediately. <laughs> Albrecht's going to pause and think and sigh a little bit and then say those images, I don't know if they were now or then or will be. 
Do I look like I give a fuck, Magic Boy? Take me to the rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) Whether or not you want that to be canon is up to you. But (laughs) yeah, can you say that in character? That was that was in character. If, y- if y'all listened um, closely to the first episode, this is not the first time Eddie's dropped no. his accent. <laughs> oh. uh, Norma is going to turn to um, Eddie. She's going to say, Mr. Ravenway, sir, I, I understand you really want your rabbit's foot. Um, if, if we go with you to get it, Maybe then we try to find book to help us get out of here. I am but a simpler traveler in these tales. However, to say that I want my rabbit's foot back is a severe, only the severest of understatements. I demand that you guide it to me immediately. I don't know if you saw, but it looked like your bit of fur was in, in a basement somewhere. Do you plan on keeping that information dry, or are we going to make our way to the rabbit's foot? You saw the same thing I did. Then show me. Where's the basement? (laughs) I imagine underneath the abode. (laughs) Well, let's look. My first guess would not be to go up the stairs, but rather downward. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I wanted. All right. Uh, Albrecht, who once was going to stay within the seance room, is going to stomp out of the room trying to find the nearest stairs out of just complete frustration at this point. While you are looking, we'll, we'll take a look back to Felicity. Yeah. Felicity, you've made it to the top of the stairs. You're all by yourself. Wood is creaking beneath your feet. So the same wallpaper as in the sitting room is adorning the walls, although a different flower. A light white one with many leaves. It's busy. There's a lot going in there, so as you turn your head wildly to look at the rooms pointed at the top, you see again the same blur as before. The same wisp of something. Maybe it was the wallpaper. Maybe it was a lamp in a corner. But for a second, you swear you see something. How many doors on the hallway? Atop this floor, there's about seven of them. All are shut. Large, heavy oak doors with shining brass knots. Uh, do I, other than the groaning of what I think is the wood? Or actually, no. So that, that sort of flicker, which Felicity, by the way, is going to explain to herself as she saw somebody moving. And she's like chasing after somebody moving, um, obviously. Um is or a moth because there's a lot of moths you know in upstate new york there's a lot of moths you guys um rational obviously um anyways um she for uh she sort of sniffs and seems like they need some mothballs up here if they're gonna have such problems with it but anyways um she goes did she hear anything coming from or sorry no sorry for first question was which direction like was that heading towards a specific door the shadow I want you to roll investigative mystery. Oh, God. My rolls have been so bad. I know. <laughs> I'm going to level me. up soon. <laughs> I'm getting new dice. I uh, rolled a three. <laughs> I rolled a three, you guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mark experience. 
I have four out of five experience and soon I'm going to level up. We need a jingle um, from Mark Experience. Mark Experience. Remind me um, when we're supposed to Mark Experience again. Whenever fail it's roll. a failed roll, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm putting these dice away in Dice Jail and I'm picking up two new dice. There you go. So anyways, I pulled, I pulled out new dice because the other ones were failing me. All right, well, fuck me, I guess. So you don't see where it goes. You whip around to try and follow it. Maybe it's down one hallway. Maybe it's down another. You don't really know. But you see it again. As soon as your head moves one way, you see it moving from the other. It's, it's growing in size, enough where it went from just a tiny little speck you saw to something a bit bigger. Do I see, like, um, in the hallway, is there, like, sort of a, a side table with maybe, like, a candelabra or something? Like, is there, like, a candle or... There's a candle holder that is there that you may pick up. I guess this is a question for you because I realize I don't know this. Is it safe to say that I would have, like, a lighter in my little clutch? We'll say you have matches. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, I want to... <laughs> I want to um light the candles and, like, use that to... <laughs> to sort of look around and see if I can catch whoever is. Um, oh, and I'll say, uh, who goes there up here? I am enough with your uh, tomfool. I have had enough with the tomfoolery and china- chicanery um, of this uh, session here. Chicanery, yes, a T word. Uh, because you have now picked up this candle holder, you now gain it as a weapon. <gasps> oh, hell yeah. That's going in my inventory. We have a pyromancer? (laughs) She just got a fucking candlestick. (laughs) Pyromancy, I say. It's magic. I literally wrote in my inventory, in all caps, candlestick weapon. There we go. I just put in the stats. Fuck yes. Plus two. Silver stick. Candlestick. Silver. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Not interesting to... not interesting to Felicity. She doesn't give a shit. But Felicity, interesting to me. I've seen enough Supernatural. I mean... I like yeah. to think that Brute is the brand. Uh, <laughs> it's that Brute branded candlestick. <laughs> um, so the light flickers as you go around, illuminating the corridor that instead of a dull pink into a more vibrant orange... You move it around, the shadows play, but then there's a shadow that's a bit faster than the others. It goes around, about a bit larger. You see it almost run around you. It's nothing at first, and then you go around the other way, and this time, is that a dress? There's fabric that trails behind. You turn again, Oh yeah, a wisp I definitely, of hair. I definitely try to chase it. You're going to try to trace it. It's circling around you like a shark. It's whipping around. It's not getting near, but it is growing clearer. The cloth, the hair. You move around and around and around. Okay. She's going to pull out. I'm going to assume that this is a... Okay, and you can... I, I know I'm assuming a lot, and you can tell me if this isn't correct, but, like, Felicity would have a compact, right? A compact with a mirror. She would use the compact. compact. Use the compact. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna do the fucking the classic with the compact and try to see if I could get a bit of it behind me. Because obviously this is all done by mirrors and light and smoke. And so if I can use my mirror, then 
superpowers. Okay. So I'm going to pull out my compact and I'm going to try and like, while it's circling behind me, try and see if I can get a glimpse of, of whether it's flora or fauna, because obviously it has to be one of the two. You do so. Manage to move the candlestick enough where it goes behind you once more, looking over your shoulder and then back at the compact. Over your shoulder, there is a face. It is neither flora or fauna. You don't know who it is. There's chunks missing from her cheeks. Her hair is limp at her sides. Her jaw, one side, is just dangling out, the teeth missing. There's almost finger marks left against her skin. Frost covers her lips, and you just see her eyes meet yours through the mirrors. I think Felicity screams. I think she screams. I think it is a full-on, like, ah! <laughs> The laugh is part of it. The laugh is definitely part of it. Yeah. I turn. It, insert blood-curling scream.mp3. Yeah, I turned. I turned. It, no, it's a Wilhelm scream. It's obviously oh, the Wilhelm scream. Please put a Wilhelm it's scream just, like, in pitched there. Yeah. I just pictured it as more of, like, the goofy scream. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was terrifyingly good. Thank <laughs> that you. Was a goofy scream. Um, but yeah, I think Felicity screams. I think that's like all really she does. The others hear it. Oh god! You hear it very clearly from the top of the stairs. What do you do? Well, Atticus, hearing that, will follow the sound, spear in hand. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, just running up the stairs, spear in hand. Ale- Alexander's gonna follow, too. We are all grown adults, audience members. We all pay taxes, and this is how we end up, just making dick jokes. Y'all pay taxes? <laughs> I'm gonna run from the law. So that's why I talk about it on my podcast. <laughs> Alright, Atticus runs up. Alexander, are you following behind? He'll hesitate for a second, look towards the kitchen, and then he will sigh to himself and follow after Atticus. You all congregate. It's a loud scream. One that just cuts through the silence. You see Felicity just kind of like still in shock as turning to you all as you come up. Did you did you see her? Did no, you see- I clearly just got here. There What did you see? There was Miss. Okay. 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 So there was some, fi- some lady. I there was a shadow, and I was chasing who somebody who I thought was was flora or or fauna, obviously because they've trapped us in this this place. And as I was turning around, there was the, there was something, and and I saw bits of fabric. I saw bits of hair, and so I pulled out my comp my mirror to see if I could you know see who it was because they kept on being behind me. And then there was this lady. And it was, okay, whoever is doing this really needs to stop. And she's like talking to them, but she's also kind of like looking around and is just sort of saying out loud, like, okay, um, I've had enough. I'm more than happy to pay whatever amount you could possibly want in order to get me out of this place. But I'll, <laughs> I'm officially done now. Thank you. Um, I, I would like to leave. Okay, miss, miss, settle down. Settle down. You're clearly not up to dick. 
But that. I'm sorry. You... <laughs> what? <laughs> Please tell me this is slang from the time. Sli it means not well. Oh. Like okay. hysterical. Oh god. <laughs> I, I need to read it aloud. Yeah. Uh, what is with Atticus and? <laughs> Perfect. Can can I read a bad situation? Yes, you may. Okay, and Atticus, but back. You said you saw her when you looked at the mirror? Yeah, and I, I pull out this, um, it's a compact, I, I want to believe it's like mother of pearl inlay, it's very beautiful on the on the top, um, and I, I like have this, this compact, and I'm like, well, well, yeah, she kept, she kept going behind me, and so I figured that, you know, if they're gonna use mirrors and smoke to trick us, then I'm gonna use mirrors right back in order to, to see these fiends for who they are. And I believe you did. See, in my line of work, it is a well-known fact that the mirror is a glimpse into the other side. Of course it is. Sure. It is obviously just... Look, I'm a little poked up right now. Um, and I just think that there's a lot of skillamalink happening in this uh, here manner right now. I'm not sure I want to know what that means. Skillamalink. Secret. Shady, Ooh, doubtful. A rare, a rare crossover episode with M's narration. <laughs> Alexander, you rolled a seven. Seven. The others, while they're crowding around Felicity as she regales them of what she saw, you feel something, something cold cross your back. It almost feels like a hand. Icy fingertips that just trail from shoulder to shoulder gently, leaving your skin numb in its wake. I don't see anything. Can Eddie tune in to the hand? Yes, Or he the can. whatever the hand is attached to. <laughs> Alright, that is. Uh, it's plus weird. Mm hmm. Alright, that is a 10. Mmm. You once again do the full <laughs> eyes closed, fingers on the temples. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, taking a shit in the hallway. Do you, do you need, <laughs> sir, do you need the Tums? I have some Tums in my Ah, uh, yes, ye old Tums. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Tums. I feel like Tums. Invented in 1901. Are, are you kidding me? Tums? Almost certain. Okay, no. Um, fuck, what's an off-brand Tums called? I don't even know. <laughs> Isn't it? Is me? Cal calcium tablets? <laughs> Antacids? Yeah. That's true. I'm oh, going to see yeah. if Tums existed in Victorian times, because that feels <laughs> like it was one of those. Tums medication. Back then, it was probably lead and cocaine. It was called stomach soothers. <laughs> it was definitely cocaine. A little bit of mercury Guys, to yeah, spice it up. Tums started being made in the like mid to late 1800s. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is yeah. with cocaine, probably. Was it, yeah, it's, it was probably with it's the 1800s. Everything had cocaine in it. Yeah. Co cocaine, cocaine and uh, opium. Yes. It was probably just straight yeah. morphine. <laughs> True. Um, so you you tune in. You do all of that. Legs, like yes. you get into like the stance of like a sumo wrestler. Like you're squatting a little bit. Mm. But, so. I know we're not doing the, the hold three situation, yes, yeah, but am I allowed to ask multiple questions from yes. the list since I did a plus 10? Yeah. All right. Um, what is it planning to do right now? You don't feel any 
malice. You almost feel just sadness, acceptance. Yeah, I can't relate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad uh... in a state of denial. <laughs> I'm happy and in denial. Right, go on. Yes. Oh my gosh, it, it beat bacon. bacon. So bacon. Sorry, we're looking at the bad. ad for Tums. Yeah, we're looking at an ad for Tums. It says beat Tums bacon. For the tummy. Tums for the tummy. Yield. Nature's remedy. Try a 25 cent box. Yo, only 10 cents for a oh. roll. Holy Damn, that's shit. a deal. Anyway, sorry. That's good shit. Okay, so back to uh, it. No, um, this is important information. Place. So now that I've taken my Tums and I know what the, the <laughs> sad and, and accepting ghost is, um, How can I attract its attention? You feel off of Alexander's shoulders a bit of that coldness. You feel that it attracted, it had touched him and not the rest of you when you were massaging him. Just giving him a gentle <laughs> massage, feeling the cold. There, there. <laughs> there, like, there. You sense it, but like, I like the idea that Ed has now got Alexander just unprompted, so I'm giving him a shoulder massage. I, I feel like this would be in Eddie's character to like try to reach out and touch the ghost and just accidentally start giving him a massage, trying to understand what's happening. Are you saying that's happening. what you do? That is what Eddie does as I'm okay. tuning in. So uh, I, I, I reach outward, now understanding that the ghost doesn't have any malice, but I want to try to get its attention. So I reach out and just gently place my hand upon their shoulder, and being very confused that I'm not feeling anything but cold, I just kind of start, like, patting around, like I'm giving him, like, a shoulder pat down that just <laughs> turns into an oddly satisfying massage. Okay. Alexander? I feel like he would need a massage. <laughs> 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 he's kind of into it yeah well for a second and then he like shrugs shrugs him off stands up like gives him a weird look touch starved aren't we all and then he walks over to felicity and you you said you saw it right i i i did i mean i did, i saw it through my compact i didn't see it obviously i saw like the what, bits what of did fabric. it look like it it was it was horrible. I mean, this she 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 had. Do I remember the like? So you said I saw fabric. Do I know what type of fabric it was? Felicity would probably like. Felicity like, would know. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll save you a roll. It was a dress. It was one that looks as though used to be of the more fashionable sense, but repurposed to something sturdier, more practical. I mean, it wasn't much of a, you know, the, the dress, it wasn't sort of the most, uh, it was definitely at the least a few seasons too old. I mean, it wasn't something from new, which I guess, you know, it, it was, it was, uh, something older, a little more, you know, not the sort of thing that, uh, you would find at a beautiful dress shop in, uh, the San Francisco area or something like that. But, um, and, but, but her hair was hanging, hanging limply and, and, and on her sides and then her Face, her face looked almost clawed off. It was, it, <laughs> I mean, whoever's doing this is clearly, clearly very not up to dick. More so than I am. <laughs> Fucking hate that saying. So much I'm dick so sorry. in this episode. Um, uh, how does... about, okay, no. Oh, wait, I'll say, you know, uh, no, I mean, wh whoever did this, I mean, it is absolutely just, you're going to make a stuffed bird laugh with all of this. Definition? Make a stuffed bird laugh. 
absolutely preposterous. Thank you. Does any of what Felicity said sound familiar? You get a vague recollection of a woman you once knew taking a dress that you always joked was not fit for working on a homestead into something more. Something far better. A distant joke of just, see, now I fit in. Does Felicity still have the mirror in her hand? Yeah. Alexander's going to rip that out of her hand and look into it and be looking around. Um, <laughs> excuse me, sir. Uh, that is my uh, personal compact. Thank you very much. And I would greatly appreciate it if you would not take it. Yes. What do you think you're doing with that, Alex? Can I do a <laughs> manipulate someone? Yeah. Fuck it. An eight. You're going to try to manipulate, but it is going to be up to Alexander whether he goes with it or not. Okay, I'm going to go. You clearly don't know what you're doing. I'm the expert here. Hand it to me, cowboy. You <laughs> 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 fucking high. Okay. I wanted for the viewers to know when he said that, all of us looked up. <laughs> so he's not going to do that. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> And he's going to be looking into it how Felicity said she was looking into it. You don't see anything over your shoulder per se, but you feel as though the pearl of it get colder. So while nothing is there for you to see, you feel something is there. It moves away once you go into one spot. However, if you move a little bit forward, it grows colder again. Um... Alexander's going to keep walking and follow, like, the cold. You follow it as you look around the floor, but it's not until you face the stairway again does it grow colder again. Then it grows warm. You go towards the staircase. Cold. A step cold. A step cold. A step far more cold. It grows more and more frigid. Even the edges of the glass frosting over when you reach the bottom and point it towards the very end of the first floor, which leads into that kitchen. The others following behind you, as it is the first real look at anything that we have seen other than, you know, Felicity. As you go into, as you get draw closer to the kitchen, you hear bits of that clanking once more. It's, it's hidden behind the door still, it is not open, but once you reach it, compact grows so frigid the glass is frosted over the pearlescence is completely crusted in glittering white frost that begins to crack did he break my mirror it's not broken the the frost has cracked i want to make it clear as much as like felicity as i see alexander walk down the stairs felicity has a moment where like she turns and looks at the rest of the hallway, like clearly contemplating, like going and looking for her book. But then she like remembers the just absolutely horrible face that she saw and is like, absolutely not. And then decides like, I'm going to go be with people and walks down with uh, Alexander. Also, she doesn't want her compact out of her sight. Absolutely not. That thing was, you know, a gift. 
We're at the, the door to the kitchen now. We're at the door to the kitchen. It is closed. Did anybody else come with us? All of you would have gone down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. A lot of this is going to be like, I'm just going to include all of you going down just for the sake of easement. Alexander will close the compact, kind of look over his shoulder real quick and toss it to Felicity. And he's through the door. Did I catch it? Roll. Roll for it. <laughs> I hate you. If you're going to make me break this, I'm going to be so mad. That's on so you. Scared. This is it. I'm this so is scared. your role. Um, what, what, do I get a modifier on that? Attack under pressure. So, um, is that... The cool. Uh, cool? cool? Oh, yeah. that was cool. an... How that's cool an, are you? That's an eight. You catch it. You catch I, it. <laughs> it, it. It's... It almost slips from your grip, so it's a little like, Ugh. we got it. Ooh. Bastard. Ooh. Thank, uh, well, thank you, I guess. Don't have to be so, um, something that I didn't <laughs> look, look up. Look at the list. Um, we don't, some, fuck me, I can't, I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it Before, seems like I think you that might still used, but... cop a mouse. Yeah, don't, you know, don't be copping a mouse. Don't, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, you do that one more time to me, and you're going to be copping a mouse there, dear sir. Not not from me, but from, you know, my driver. He's good at that. The old man. Yeah, Alfie can put him up every once in a while. He's known to shake a flannel, cop a mouse. <laughs> Definition. Cop a mouse. The misfortune of receiving a black eye. I'm going to be out of a job soon. (laughs) (laughs) All this narration. Well, now seems like a good time to go to the kitchen for a snack break. Thank you for listening to Roll No Evil. I'm Drew, and I play Alexander Breckenridge man who's been through more than his fair share of trials, a wronged, war-hardened rancher, and a man still gripped by grief, mourning the loss of his beloved wife, Violet. Before we dive back into the episode, I just want to thank you again for listening to World No Evil. If you've been liking what you're hearing, just give it a like and share with your friends. And now, as secrets come to light and shadows take shape, let's dive back in to World No Evil. I don't remember the last time I went into a, a kitchen. So he threw the, he threw the compact back to the stuck up kid. Oh, look. look. <laughs> he We're didn't even here. listen to anything she said afterwards. He just went right through the door. It has definitely not been used in quite a while. You can see everything is too primly put back. But overall, it is a nice kitchen. There are ornate pantries at the top. What do you call it? Like cooking machinery? I don't know. Crockery. An, an oven? An oven? <laughs> no. Like, like the range. Appliances? Like appliances? That's what I'm looking for. Appliances. I forgot the word. Editor, keep all this in. Not just yeah. one. Oven is included. Keep oven. all of it. What is a kitchen at the end of the day? I just There's didn't probably... know a word. I'm saying a lot of them. There's probably like an ice box that feels very Victorian. Electricity's new. Yeah, I don't think it is electricity 
does this would have been have very new. My house I don't, in a lot of Montana have doesn't have electricity. No. My house does. Well, one of you is rich rich. Yeah, me. <laughs> Inexperienced. You can afford Montana. The man's got a quarter million <laughs> acres of land. He's rich. So you walk in. Uh, there are appliances that are well past the more uh, uh, the more newer ones that would be there. You know, a wood-powered oven. There is a sink that looks as though it was newly installed with running water. But it's cold. It's so cold. You, the icebox is shut tightly, but even that is growing with frost around the edges where the seal is. You don't quite see anything out of place, but a few little things are not as neatly stationed as you would expect given everything else. A stray towel that is between two other neatly folded ones. A bit askew. There's ghosts, all right? We're not going accurate. I'm just saying there would have been stoves. Why are you mansplaining history to me? <laughs> because I got bored and I looked up what, what kind of stoves they would have because I'm curious about men. the appliances. Hey. This is an AU. But it was specifically said that they were outdated. Yes. So then it would make sense that it was still wood. Wow. Four years. Outdated. Yeah, that's outdated. All right. Touche, ghost host. Touche. I got you. I got, hey, I got you. I got you. Felicity wins. <laughs> I won. I won. Roll no evil. Thank you, everybody. I'm gonna take my class. Who won? Who's next? <laughs> you decide. <laughs> roll. No evil. Back to the plot. Enough about stoves. This is the fucking parasol table all the over history. again. <laughs> <laughs> every episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the parasol stoves. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> is there tea on the stove? That's the important. It, there might be tea on the stove. That is its intended purpose. There's for some reason some parasols. <laughs> There's, There's a parasol everywhere. in the stove. The the wood burning it's stove all parasol is powered parasol by parasols. It's broken. Parasol is the whirlpool of its time. <laughs> yeah, this is the Maytag of 1908. <laughs> contributor to climate change. Parasol power. The burning parasol. The only thing that goes through my head is like. That moment in Critical Role where like Robbie turns to Travis Williams, she's like, "Why are you so mean to me?" <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got right now. This, that's my mood at the moment. Um, yes. So, very few things are more out of place than everything else. A towel between two more neatly folded ones is rumpled. Some of the uh. Cabinets are slightly ajar, but there's a colder spots whenever you get to these more disturbed pieces. Being in the kitchen, can I look for the cutting board? Yeah. yeah. You're going to be looking around. I will. 
for well, the listeners back home. <laughs> All I did was type in the group chat. Is it a cabinet or is it a jar? I want to know. Well, the cabinet is a jar. It's a jar. It's a jar. So it's a jar. Yes. <laughs> if you're I listening to that, that, that was the sound of Jen's head hitting the microphone <laughs> in disgust and dismay. Tape it in. <laughs> We've reached bullying GM hours. Oh, no worry, GM will get our revenge. Bring it on. You can't kill the comedic relief. As you all look around, you you notice these bits, pick them up, you're trying to figure out what's going on. It's it's getting colder. The door behind you slowly creaks shut. Would I have to roll for Eddie to know the the moisture levels of the floor? <laughs> this is important. <laughs> this is important to Eddie and Eddie alone. I'm not. I need to know if the floor's wet. Get on his hands and knees and like put his. You know what? You know what? I'm not gonna make you roll. However, I will determine based on how you describe this. How I describe me me attempting to understand it. Yeah, this is an entertainment role, and I am the score. <laughs> All right. Uh, the rumpled towels were on the floor, correct? Uh, they were just rumpled. It's like by, it's in between them still. It's not on the floor. Okay, it's not on the floor. I take one of the rumpled towels, and I place it gingerly upon the floor, tapping it lightly as one would in 1904 <laughs> for all of our towel tappers out there. Now, <clears throat> I take that towel... I hold it up to what I assume is the pinkish hue of the crimson light outside yes. and examine it like I would a $100 bill, which I think existed in 1904. <laughs> I then proceed to the stove. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I turn on the stove with either wood or gas or some combination of the two. Parasols. To s- with the parasols. To determine whether or not the towel steams in order to measure the moisture level of the floor. Does this work? Almighty, almighty keeper, does this work? Are we just watching him doing this and like looking at each other like? I like to think of it as like one of those anime cleaning montages where you just see me in various poses snapped around the room. I don't know how you react to it. I I don't know how to react to it. I don't give a shit how they react. Is the towel steaming or not? It is beginning to blacken as you put it a bit too close to the fire. <laughs> and it begins to smell as though it is being burnt. Take that as you will. Radio man. I do say, my fine fellows and Albrecht, that... This may or may not had a slight amount of moisture, but not enough to be alarmed, I assure you. Oh, that's a react. I, I look at everybody with wild eyes as if they should all be very much aware of why I'm doing this. Are you like Chris Pratt with the velociraptors with your arms yeah, out? Yeah, I'm literally like Chris Pratt, arms out, just like, do not be alarmed. There is no water on the floor. 
I'm just a fucking OSHA <laughs> guides person. Uh, yeah. I'm making sure that they didn't put out the wet floor signs. Um, I just I just turned to the group and I'm like, well, I don't know why he's out here uh, mafficking, uh, mafficking when people took to the streets and exhibited rowdy behavior. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he's uh out here mafficking, but um I uh I don't like this room. I think we should probably leave. For once I also believe it's announced muffucking. <laughs> Just muffucking. <laughs> yes. Great, thanks. I was there. Still looking for the cutting board. <laughs> For once, I agree with Felicity. That was rather butter upon bacon, that whole uh, experiment there. Definition? Uh, rather extravagant. Too much extravagance. Oh my god. Has anybody else got something to react with? Or can we continue? <laughs> uh, no- Norma's gonna turn like to so Felicity. <laughs> and, and she's gonna say, I, I don't if he is actually doing something smart or if he's just a wooden spoon. Definition? Wooden Wooden spoon. spoon. Dumb. (laughs) Dumb. Dumb. How in the world is nobody understanding this? Why is everybody about a 15 puzzle right now? (laughs) Oh my god, there's so many! (laughs) 15 puzzle. Not the game you might be familiar with, but a term meaning complete and absolute confusion. I think you're the one. You know what that voice reminds me of? That voice reminds me of Wario smooth moves when they teach you the controller positions. (laughs) The umbrella. The parasol. The parasol. (laughs) Can uh, Albrecht use magic to uh, uh, make this crumpled towel disappear? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. We gotta roll. We gotta roll, of course. Ooh, uh, four to six plus two is eight. All right. So it kind of works. You, in the same hand motions you had done before, the towel, is the towel still in your grip, Ed? Uh, I'm just kind of like holding it over the flame still. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm trying to read uh- the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> Sick national treasure reference, my dude. Was sick Nick Cage <laughs> reference. Fun fact, we just like... watched it last weekend because I have never seen dude, it Dude until saw then. it for the first time. Oh my, oh my god. You gotta oh. put it in the oven. Oh my gosh. Told you, we need heat. You told you. <laughs> it's the reagent. And, and then we just went to the Franklin Institute. We did. <laughs> just, just for note, the silence do good letters. They're not there. Yeah. We tried. Because Nick Cage stole them she, while hunting for know. treasure. Actually, I think it was Boromir. Boromir, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, they had they sent the kid in to decipher the letters while Boromir. This is now a national show. treasure podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're telling me. Wait, you're telling me it hasn't always been. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought this was our own national treasure adventure. It's what I signed up for. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm the witty sidekick that read uh, makes a book about it in the second movie. The the real treasure were the uh, nationalists we found along the way. Uh, <laughs> oh, cut that from the record. Uh, oh my god! All right, on that note, so this cutting oh, yeah, so, board. Yeah, cutting board. <laughs> so this cutting board. We're going back to the 
pot. This is the most elusive cutting board in fucking history. What happened to my towel? This is important. The towel in your head as you pull it over, it begins that steam that starts to come up begins to burn towards the center where you've held it over fire. As the hole that's been scorched into it begins to erupt farther in flames, it begins to almost flicker out of your grip until it's gone. However, the orange glow, the only thing cutting through this cold pink hue, erupts on the other side against an adjoining door into the dining room. It floats gently to the floor, leaving a growing pile of fire, one that illuminates a few figures that have now entered. These things have crept up through the door, hanging with heavy arms and hands as they stare at you through their windswept and frozen hair and hats. They're human, or were, once long ago, based on their attire, pioneer with raccoon-skinned hats and prairie-style dresses. There are four that hang gaunt, looking towards you. A family, a father, a mother, a daughter, and a son, each with skeletal brains, skin sunken in, in a mural of darkened purples and frosty blues. Snow cakes their rumpled clothing. But the familiar resemblance goes further to that shared look of hunger swimming within their sunken eyes. Their teeth are bared through chapped lips, snarling as they salivate, looking at you all. Did we find the Donner party? <laughs> also, I want it said right now that I called this because when we got in and somebody said croquette, I was just like, ah, yes, Davy Crockett. And now we're met with fucking Lewis and Clark and company in front of us. Felicity <laughs> <laughs> screams when she sees them. By the way, what tarnation is that? What? what? So um, is this a familiar sight? In the same way where all of the heat, even the one from the fire, is sucked out by their wintry presence, so does all the blood in your body, frozen. You remember them. Remember them well. Alexander. I read a bad situation. You can roll. Gonna This is gonna determine what I do. That's a seven. You... You remember them. The last time you had seen them was when, Alexander? Was when he buried them. It's my question for the situation. Is... I'd recognize them, but do they give off the feeling that they are what killed them? They are exactly as you remember them, including the danger they admit when you see those rotting teeth gnarled up and glistening. Alexander will take a 
half step back, shaking. And then as he lets out his breath, the shaking stops and he steals himself and he pulls out his gun and shoots. Roll to shake a flannin. Yeah, shake a flannin. I want to roll for act under pressure because I feel like I am within direct line of sight for this gunshot. Roll for act under pressure. Which door did they come out of? Did they come out of the dining room door or the hallway door? The dining room door, the one that connects into the Kick some ass. Got an eight. You manage right before the bullet goes to move away. It grazes just a bit, but just just a tad. But you do fall, and you are on the ground, slipping on the remnants of this goddamn towel that you let the <laughs> ash onto the floor that is now a cross. Ah, uh, yes, the slippery ash. <laughs> uh, uh, insert, like, fucking cartoon, like... So they came from the dining room. Did we notice... We didn't... Obviously, they weren't in the dining room when we were first there. Did... Was it... Was it cold in the dining room when we were first there? No. No, okay. No, they are new. You're picking the other. Do, do I take hurt damage for this? You know what, because you pissed me off before, yes, you take one thing of hurt damage. <laughs> Should've kept your Adequate. mouth shut. I am not a benevolent DM. I rolled a 12. The bullet that you shot, Alexander, it hits the father of the group right in the heart. Right there, you can hear cracking. It almost sounds like a layer of ice just shattering as it enters. No blood that comes out. It stumbles back, hitting the closed door behind them. Looks at its wound and then looks up, its neck just kind of yanking towards you. A deep guttural comes from low in its chest and it charges along with the rest of its family. Towards us? Initiation? Towards initiation. you. I want you all to row initiation! Oh, oh shit. How would one do that? Yes. Yeah, how does... Roll, what, what was the one that we came up with, dude? Gotta shake, uh, shake a flannel? But that was for kick some ass. That's true. For initiation, we came up with a different one. I'm trying to think. Love it. Um, Roll two dice pecking one. order. Roll pecking order. What's yeah? How many? Two. What's the modifier? None. Um, do, we, do you want to put it? Do you want us to put it in the chat just so you can see it? Yes, Ooh. please. Atticus, fucking fight me. Sorry. <laughs> the father <laughs> of the group. <laughs> Definitely the side of which he had gotten shot hangs lower, but he powers through and he goes straight towards you, Alexander. Your back is hit all brick. You two are standing next to each other as you watch this beast run forth. I need, Albrick, I need you to roll. Uh, act under pressure. And Alexander, what do you do? Pulls out his knife from the back of his, small of his back and I don't know if I can, but can I use my class-specific move of going berserk? Yes, you can. I need you to roll. Berserk. No matter how much harm you take, you can always keep going until the current fight is over. During a fight, the keeper may not use harm moves on you, and you cannot die. When the fight ends, all harm takes effect as normal. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you still have to roll kick some ass. Uh, okay. Shake a flan. Yeah. Shake a flan. Shake a flan. Kick some ass. This interchangeable term was coined by us. That's a nine. All right, Alexander. 
How do you shake that flame? Uh, he's gonna charge back at the dad oh. with the knife and just fucking stab. Knife raised. You get close enough where you're able to just dodge the fingers that are just reaching over to sink into you. Stab him right in the shoulder. It wails. It's high-pitched. It's animalistic as he just falls to the ground. However, as he falls, he is close enough to snatch at Albrecht against his ankles. Albrecht. I rolled a nine, act under pressure. As the fingers just kind of try to reach out for you, you manage to just pull away before they can, even as the the cold that comes from them just barely hits your leg. We go to our next group. I, I read it wrong. I, I mix up flower and dudes back. That's back, fine. But that's fine. I don't want Sorry. to. <laughs> so, Norman, Eddie, you have the mother coming towards you. Her arms are spread almost like she's giving a hug. However, just the smile that must have been etched on her face is just gnarled. Her bottom lip is barely hanging on and her canines grow large. Her arms reach to engulf you both. What do you do, starting with Norma? Uh, what's, like, around us? It, it's just a kitchen. It, it is a kitchen with utensils, appliances, red Fire towels, <laughs> things <Tea>. Ovens. <laughs> Everything about you hurts. <laughs> is, there, is, there, is there, like, a table in the kitchen? Um, are there knives in the kitchen? Yeah, there's, yeah, you can, can search, search for a knife. knife? <laughs> Alright, then you gotta, you gotta roll act in depression. Oh boy. Really quick while they're rolling. Yeah. A question for Alexander. Was the bullet effective at all? Yes. Um, yeah, I would have just done the normal bullet okay. damage. It, effect, it affected me, I know that, but for the, uh, for our ghosties. That was a three. Not very three. cool. And I marked experience. <laughs> yeah. As you turn around and search for a knife, you actively turn your back to her. One arm snakes around your shoulders and yanks you forward. You feel it's it's a cold breath, wet as she as like she nears her mouth towards your flesh. Ed? If Eddie wanted to save Norma, would it be a help out or a kick some ass? Help out. About all right. Off to a good start. Fuck, perfect twelve. Hell yeah. What was it? A flanken? What, what was it called? The shake the flannin. All right. How do you want to shake uh, shake this flannin? Uh, I want to shake so many flannins. Um, that's gonna that that's what I'm gonna be using as how you want to do this. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Uh, very much in like a ye old dirty hairy kind of stance. I whip out my trusty 38 and just little insert gun noise here, cock it back, mm-hmm. aim directly at the ghost's head. How many times can I pull the trigger on a perfect 12? You're going to be able to shoot it once, but it's going to be a blunt shot. Gun noises. Mother, you've hit right at the temple. Her skin shatters against it. You actively see pieces of it falling to the ground. She she lands to the side, her head, her other side of her head gnashing against one of the countertops. It's a grotesque sound of cracking 
and squishing and just groans as she falls. Behind her wailing are the two children, ones that have looked upon the last of the group. Sorry, I was gonna say, I'm totally down to do the Foley for this, by the way. Let me know, and I will eat so many bananas in this pasta. Get some pasta. <laughs> yeah, get squish. Get that. Yes. Yes. Pasta, meat, and honey, and a rubber glove. There you Fine. go. There you go. The last two children turn to the last two of you. The daughter goes to you, Felicity, while the son goes to you, Atticus. Both run. The son is faster, but the daughter is more agile. They both run towards you. Felicity, what do you do I got first? my candlestick. <laughs> you do still have the candlestick? <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, d- d- fucking take that candlestick and just hit a home run, hopefully, and just whack a- whack the- whack the girl, just- just in- like, I feel like Felicity is screaming while this is all happening, it's like, ah! it's just, ah! 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 just like hitting, <laughs> and is like, don't- is so afraid of being touched by anything right now, and is just like, yeah. Bl- wildly hitting with this candlestick. Roll the kick some ass. Is kick some ass or shake of Landon, Is that tough? Yes. Great. Um, I got an eight. These dice are much better than the old Remember, dice. Remember, you can always use luck. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> the daughter nears by, and you just swing. It is, it is a home run as you hit her. However, as she does, she manages to just tilt a bit enough with her nails long shift scratch against your arm they didn't take one harm oh yeah did norma take a harm before no norma wouldn't have taken because you got helped out atticus the sun goes towards you he is fast faster than the others nearly gliding on the floor as he goes straight for you his teeth are bared and he leaps up to sink them in what do you do Okay, Atticus is gonna shake a flannel, spear held high, like, locked in. Um, that's a, that's a seven. While it does work, during his leap, it does sink into uh, his stomach. He still manages to just get close enough, just letting the spear just impale him while he, his teeth the front of it managed to get a quick but hearty bite of your ear and you're gonna take a point of damage. The father has gotten a bit more steady. His eyes are locked on you, Alexander. In his teeth, you still see flesh. His teeth, some have been knocked out, but bits of blood are there. You have yet to see them bleed. You don't know where it's come from, but they are flashing as he charges towards you. He's charging at me? Yes. Uh, he'll, Alex will stand firm and then at the last second jump to the side and slash out with the dagger. Roll. Seven. You slash and cut. No blood comes from all the gashes that now form on that skin. He gets close enough where his nails dig into your arms. He's latched on the knife. You've you hold to his throat, pushing him back. You will take damage, a point of it, but you have kept him at bay. Now, how does armor work? The armor will take a front of it, but it will be done. So if you have like plus one armor, 
Yeah. It'll take it. Okay, but then that's it. Yeah, that, that armor is done. Okay. Albert, you see this, but you also see what is going on. The mother is now climbing back onto her feet. Her eyes are locked onto Eddie. The daughter is getting back to her feet as well as the son. They're all back upright and you are surrounded. You see how each individual is being targeted by one another. What do you do? Slash, who do you go help? Surprisingly, I will attempt to help Eddie. <gasps> do tell. And his heart grew three sizes that day. I take it the best I can do is inflict harm under regular use magic. Okay, I'll do that. Um, all right, I'm gonna roll. Wow. Um, okay, it's nine plus two. So an 11. Ah. Uh, for one harm, ignore armor. Magic, obvious. And you're going to position against the mother that is going towards him? Yep. All right. And you want to shake this flag? Uh. I asked you to do a description. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, good point. I suppose, uh, uh, like earlier, uh, many of the same hand gestures, circular motions forming this kind of disc in the air, and then he'll push it forward, and uh, uh, it would slam into the figure going after Eddie. The same sparks as before. Now more of a golden tone. Hit the mother as she lunges forward towards you, Eddie. It pushes her back, making her slam back into a china cabinet. The dishes inside shattering as she wails and falls to the ground. She's unsteady as she tries to stand up, her arms shaking as she tries to lift once more, but doesn't seem to be able to. <laughs> oh boy. What? Eddie likes. <laughs> well, now we go to you, Eddie, anyway. Well, now I'm trying to think, what's the most Eddie way to handle this? Cause like, I feel like Eddie would somehow be offended that Albrecht uh, took his kill, so to speak. Do I still have, like, remnants of the, the burning towel in my hand? No, it, it went across the room, but it disappeared. Okay. Am I by any cutlery or uh, pots, pans, utensils? It's a kitchen. It's, it's within arm's reach. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna be the stupidest fucking roll. Um, I wanna... I wanna roll kick some ass. Okay. But not for the person you think. Oh no. Come on! Five plus five plus. What is kick some ass? It's plus tough? Yeah. Mm -hmm. negative, mine, uh, negative one on tough, so that is gonna be a nine. I want to throw a pan at Albrecht <laughs> because he fucked up my aim. <laughs> I had her in my sights. Are you gonna say it? Yeah, what are you gonna do? You throw it, what do you do? <laughs> Without my transatlantic accent, God damn it, magic boy! And then yeet <laughs> the pan in his general direction. What kind of pan was it? I'm talking like ye old Teflon, so <laughs> not quite cast iron, but like a regular ass frying pan. Albrecht, you're taking a point of damage. All right. <laughs> Last time. No. You're taking a point of damage. Am I allowed to still confront the mother, or is no? This you're done. Move? You're done. While Perfect. this has happened, she has gone over. She has crawled her way over to Norma just a bit. She's she's latched on to Norma's ankle, and has gripped it as tight as she can. It's the last bits of strength that this undead woman can muster. 
Not, not the Victorian ankles. That's unseemly. <laughs> Edwardian. Ed, 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 I'm sorry. Edwardian. 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 That's the Norma? official name. Can Norma try to use her weird strength to kick this woman off of her? Yes, you can. Oh, boy. Love you, Albrecht. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I threw a pan at your head. (laughs) (laughs) You fucked up my aim. How else was I supposed to react? You got a nine. Something changes in Norma. The squaring of her shoulders grows a bit wider. She picks up the mother and throws her straight across the room. The knob of the door uh, that leads into the hallway strikes the back of the mother. She screeches like... A wounded animal as she begins to shatter down. A mess of frozen clumps of darkened flesh as she does. The rest of you see this. I want it to be known that I did put in our chat the you kick me at meme. For <laughs> Norma kicked the undead lady of you, you kick, you kick me at, you kick her body like a football. Anyways, God. <laughs> oh, as she goes Straight across the room, the two children roar in anger. The daughter goes back to you, Felicity. The son now joining both of them, headed towards you. What is happening? (laughs) Felicity is like having a full-on mental breakdown while this is happening. I want this to be very clear. I I like to think that Ed is just in the background grabbing more pans. Am I near a door? You are with... Atticus, uh, more so Are we toward, near, like, the door to the hallway? To the dining room. Well, Atticus is gonna protect someone. Okay. Try to protect Felicity. Aw. Gross. It's a spear, remember. <laughs> oh, I can't I was gonna say, I think, <laughs> I, I actually think before this happens, I think Felicity sees two things coming for her, and if she's near the door, I think she runs. I don't know what that is, but I think she runs away. And I like to think she runs away before she knows Atticus tried to help her. Yeah, so she doesn't see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, is that like an act under like I, I'm that like it's a I want to I want to yeet. I want to just extricate myself. You go towards the door that leads into the dining room. It does not budge. The handle is so cold, it nearly burns white hot against your palms. Fuck me, I guess. Atticus, you wish to help? Yeah, rolled an eight for protect someone. As the two come forward, they rise once more to try. The sun still has a large gash from the spear that he had managed to push himself off of, falling to the ground but scrambling back up like insane rabid animal. But as they come forward again, you manage to right through the same injury, put the spear through, and then manage to get the daughter right in between her eyes. So I got both the kids impaled right now? The son, yes, the daughter, as it goes through between her brows, much like her mother, the skin crackles and nearly fizzes as it crumples down as though somebody threw a rock in the middle of a frozen lake. She cries out as she breaks down and shatters. The brother turns, turns back to you. He grabs 
the parts that are not impaled in him and starts moving forward towards you. One hand just trying to reach. What do you do? Atticus, seeing that he's like trying to claw at him, will pull the spear out and then try to he's do- He's too far up on the spear. He's too far out? He's almost within like grabbing range. See if I have anything in my inventory. Atticus with one hand on the spear will grab his knife from the side and try to slice at his neck. Roll. That's a five. You bring the knife down, but he, before your arm goes down, sinks his teeth into your forearm. You can hear the pressing of the fabric as it goes down, but you can feel all the pressure and the jaggedness of these teeth. You're going to take two points of damage. Also mark experience, Fern, for, for your failed roll. Alexander, the father with last bits of strength, climbs up onto his feet. There's a low, low drone that just escapes his frostbitten lips. You can just hear the ice fall down to the floor. Almost squares its shoulder. Head hangs low. And it gives its final lunge forward, grabbing both of your arms yet again and trying to just sink its teeth into your cheek. As you do, you look into those eyes. You remember those eyes. You know those eyes. You've been thinking of them since the last time you saw hers. What do you do? So it's grabbed Alexander by the arms, trying to bite his face. <laughs> Alexander will kind of spin his body using the momentum of it rushing at him kind of push him into the opposing wall and as he does he'll take the knife and plunge it to the heart Roll. that's a 12 and you want to shake this flagon as the knife goes into the heart he'll look into the eyes then he'll say sorry Josiah when you say the name, there's almost a brief softening of the hard lines between his brows in recognition of the man that this once was. His body slackens against the wall. Now from that wound that you have put, trickles blood. He begins to shatter from those eyes that seem much more human down, chunks falling, or it's just a pile right on the ground. The sun watching it begins to go limp from his impalement. From his fingertips down to the top of his head, he too begins to crumple as this pile of frost and past anguish until it's still with that knife frozen solid to the touch. It is as if they were never there. The room eats instantaneously. The icy carcasses begin to melt. Thick white plumes of steam obscure any sight of that mess in the kitchen. You all are just engulfed by it. You can barely see what's going on. However, Alexander, you do. Because within, she comes into view. She's still just as beautiful as when you last saw her. Not the mangled half-eaten corpse you remember less, but is 
she was maybe the days before. Intent, rosy cheeks. Maybe from picking crops or attending to the animals or just trying to corral the children. Just her. Just Violet. Seeing Violet, Alexander will walk towards her and kind of hold his hand out, try and touch her. When your fingers get too close, it doesn't quite land on your cheek, but as it hovers, maybe it's your memory, maybe it's the warmth of the kitchen, but you feel as though you can feel the rosiness as you cup her cheek. You'll look into her eyes and forcefully trying to get the words out, and he'll say, I miss you. She doesn't quite say anything, but she just smiles. Not a full face brightening smile, but it's something so much more. One that you two would share. The more silent times, it's just the two of you. Same smile that she sent you when you were guiding her family across the country all those years ago. She gently holds out her hand. The other going to phantomly press against the one that you're holding up to her. In the open palm is the ring. The one that you had brought. She brings it to her lips. Gives it a kiss. And holds it out for you. He'll take it. You see her mouth Goodbye. As the smoke envelops you all once more, she fades back into it. That little wave of her hand. Steam begins to linger down. She's gone. As is the mess that was once there. No traces when you had opened the door. That's quiet. But in your hand is that ring warm, and you can see almost the faint traces of lipstick on it, from where she had kissed it. He'll have his head down, looking at it. With tears in his eyes, he'll kiss the ring. The door to the dining room, and the one to the hallway open, almost as if to say, things are done here. Maybe it's Violet opening them up and move on. Maybe it's just the other spirits of the house, who knows? Things are said and done in this room. Alex will take a second, knowing that this is done, but there's still more. He'll kind of resort back to his mindset of when he had to get shit done. Whisper to himself, I love you. And walk out the door. The others, what do you do? I'm not crying, you're crying. I know, right? <laughs> Holy she shit. can think of something to do, but it could have ruined the moment. Um, did we all see that, or did just Alex see that? Just for clarification, you saw you saw a silhouette that was there. You felt more of that moment than you saw. Christine was engulfed you all, and very well view through it, but. You can see in there the shape of her, and you can see you can see how Alexander stands after. Um, which door do you go out of dining room or hallway? Hallway. Yeah, Atticus would follow 
angrily to um, grab Alex very angrily and be like, who was that, cowboy? After being spun around by Atticus and being asked, Alex will say kind of unquietly, those were the Waltons. It was Violet's family. Your wife's family? Yes. Listen, I don't know what's going on, but I've heard about what you and your wife have done on the Oregon Trail. Would you like to share with the class? <laughs> <laughs> the others hear this, apparently. They're a family of cannibals. They take people out on the Oregon Trail and they eat them. Look at these bite marks. They're vicious. The Oregon Trail would have been mid-1800s, Travis. This is like towards the end of the trail I, I don't time. know. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, because I learned so much Oregon Trail history growing up that, like, me, M, my mind is blown, Felicity, like, whatever. Are you, are you from Oregon? <laughs> um, no, uh, she's from Maine. The, um, <laughs> I, one, one thing, first of all, uh, that's a lot to have just been dropped on us, though I, I, the, my one... You're, you, you're probably right, maybe. Actually, I don't know. You've been kind of weird this whole time, Atticus. But um, I will say, he did take my family across the Oregon Trail. And, like, they're all, you know, fine and no bite marks. So I'm just, just throwing that one small little tidbit into your thing right there. And also, be nice. He just had to deal with his family. And I sort of hit him on the shoulder a little bit. I, I'm just telling you whatever. You saw them. Like, look at my bite marks. They attacked us. I'm just saying, I don't trust this family one bit. Obviously, this is just the sisters putting on some very elaborate pranks. <laughs> Alexander is going to, with his right hand, grab Atticus's right shoulder and kind of forearm him up against the wall, holding him firm with his forearm, gets in nice and close, and he says, I'm going to say this one time, and one time only, so you best listen up. Last time I saw the Waltons was near 30 years ago when Violet and I buried them after that thing killed them. He swore we'd never speak of it again, tried moving on with our lives, till what happened seemed like a distant memory, till the night I saw that thing standing over Violet's body. You can be damn sure I sent it back to hell in pieces. Atticus is gonna shove back. Can we do like contest roll? Sure. Oh, I'll allow it. <laughs> rollies. roll the testosterone. Testosterone roll. Rollies, rollies on, <laughs> rollies on, uh, <laughs> kick some ass. This is for tough. Roll for bravado. I was gonna say roll for, uh, measurement contest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Roll to measure your spear. Yeah, roll to measure your spear. Uh, six. Seven. Oh! Inches. All right. My dick is much bigger than yours. You try to jostle, like, past the hold that Alexander has on you. However, he, that arm is iron locked. His eyes dig into you before he releases and lets you walk away where did i get scratched real quick just forearm. for my own notes forearm yeah okay um i think she's gonna go excuse herself to the restroom and go clean it up from there felicity 
You're in the bathroom. You were staring at the scratches on your arm. Almost trying I'm having to... an existential crisis. Big existential crisis. What are you doing? I think she's she's finding some like towels and is like, you know, trying to clean up the scratches or at the least wrap it kind of a thing. Like, you know, she doesn't know a lot, but has had a, enough like scraped knees as a kid to like kind of know like, yeah, you know, I'll wrap up the thing. But I think she's just muttering to herself the whole time like, this, this obviously isn't real. Like, this is obviously just some sort of trip. This is, uh, this is some, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna ask them what's going on because this is obviously just a big, a big ruse. <laughs> While she's in the bathroom, as she's, you know, wrapping up in the chair, I think she like doesn't splash water on her face because that would obviously mess up her makeup. But I think she like looks up in the mirror and is trying to like straighten herself up because she has a few loose strands. As you look up so briefly, between blinks, standing right behind you is almost the same look as that hand you saw in Albert's vision over the paper. Just starch, night black, not a shadow in it. It is a figure, shoulders, towering before you in a head, maybe? Where the head was, it almost looks like a crown. Points like stars. Two where the ears are, two on the top sides of the head and one at the top. But those eyes, everything else might be bathed in darkness, but those eyes are human. Almost emitting their own light. The way that they stand out. The entire irises shown, circled white around them and it just stares back at you but as you blink it's gone uh i scream i scream again i mean what do you want from me <laughs> felicity is just like in the bathroom and just screams i think and i think that this scream is like like the first one was like scream of holy shit like startle i think this scream starts like that but then kind of like goes on a very a little bit too long and kind of ends in like this very like <sighs> and like like hyperventilating and is very much just afterwards like this is this is a lot this is a lot you guys <laughs> the others get in there and they race towards the bathroom ripping the door open it's just you in there absolutely it's just you however on that mirror written in the ash of that burnt towel written on the mirror was, why did you call me? 